The following podcast has been rated TVMA, NSFW, R, and NC-17, so it is not safe for kids. Put your children to bed. You spend enough time with them anyway. Chicago, it's rough out there. Not only is it negative piss off outside, but we're back in a damn lockdown because your cousin won't wear a damn mask. What I'm saying is you're going to be using more electricity, so why not keep it clean with Hero Power? The goal is simple. Create affordable, accessible, and easy ways for more people to support clean energy. All you got to do is sign up today, and they will match 100% of your electricity use with Green E-certified renewable energy certificates generated by wind farms in Illinois. Nothing changes with your service. There's nothing to install. You continue to pay ComEd. The only difference is now ComEd pays Hero Power for the supply portion of your bill, and they send that money to local wind farms. It takes less than two minutes to sign up, even less if you have your ComEd bill next to your text in hand. You can cancel at any time, no termination fees, and hey, you say you heard this from Chad the Bird, they'll take 25 bucks off your next electricity bill. That's a deal even 2021 couldn't kill. Hero Power customers have already funded over 5 million kilowatt hours of clean energy. So get in here and do your part. Go to myheropower.com right now and support clean energy while you hunker down, stay safe, and hey, keep it clean. Times are getting a little easier these days, but that don't mean taking time for yourself needs to. When you want a drink, you want to work for it. That's why I only drink Malort. Its unusual full-bodied flavor of deck varnish and viper piss is a taste savored by two-fisted drinkers. So if you think your two fists are strong enough, why not grab yourself a shot of the only booze big enough to knock some sense right back into you? Jepson's Malort. It'll kick your ass for you, so you can take time taking her easy. Proud sponsor of Chad the Birdcast, which is what you're listening to right now. What's going on, everybody? Happy New Year. Happy fucking New Year, everyone. Oh, sorry for yelling. I'm still working through this hangover from, um, whatever, last year, huh? Because that was only, like, a couple days ago. That Jake never gets old, huh? Hey. How are you spending your time? Are you okay? First of all, I know nobody is, but like, are you doing okay? Are you hydrating? Are you finding things to do? Are you taking time for yourself? Self-care is super important right now. Are you turning the news off every now and then? Like, and most importantly, are you following me on TikTok? That's at Chad the Bird Talk. <laughs> yeah, self-promo. Well, here we are, everybody, 2022. Kind of been a rough start, but, you know, like, would that be any different? <laughs> I am tired, though, of people saying um, new normal, because, like, there is no such thing. Normal is normal. That's that's all it is, is this is normal. So I don't want anyone to be like, how are you adjusting? I'm like, this is how it's been, man. Where have you been? Um, that being said, mental health is important, and please talk to somebody if you're feeling a little crushy right now. Because I'm feeling it for sure, especially out here in Chicago where it is four outside. Not 14, not 24, four single dig. On one hand, I'm excited because that means that at least the temperature is regulating because that's typical in January. On the other hand, it's fucking four. So I've been stuck inside. My windows are frozen shut. Not to mention 
All the shows in Chicago are shut down right now because we're in the Omicron lockdown. Because people just refuse to accept that this is real. And they just keep going, let's just pretend like it's not happening. And then everybody gets sick and more people die. And I don't get to do shows at clubs, don't make any money. And then I have to go into the vault, which I'm not mad about because I like the vault. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about because you're new here, first of all, welcome. You can keep your shoes on, but like, make sure they're not gross. Second off, the vault is where I go to find Chad classics from Chad times past when we don't do shows in the city because of the fucking Omicron lockdown. So, last week was New Year's. Happy New Year, everybody. And I didn't do any live shows, so I got none of that going on. Plus, I didn't have enough time to come up with an interview. So, I'm going to go in the vault. So, here we go. Going to open up the vault. here let's see rummage rummage rummaging looking through some old shit opening rubber made containers <laughs> everything is dusty and gross why don't i clean Ooh, wait a second oh look at this okay this one boop, boop. oh there's some old pictures you know you should don't look don't feel bad when you look at old pictures you didn't know oh here we go this is cool um, 2017. Oh, what's going on there? Oh, look at this. Okay. I found, um, I found one from 27, January 5th. So New Year's, like I would have been recorded on the 31st. So it would have been recorded New Year's Eve day in 2017. I guess that's right. That's math. And, ooh, well, that's just very apropos because this one's all about time. Wow, okay, so this one's from January 5th, 2017. Live at the Green Mill, I'm talking about time. So like, settle in and go back in time with me, won't you? 2017 at the Green Mill Lounge. It's four o'clock, you've been drinking. The COVID-19 wasn't even a moat in your brain yet. And you were pretty mad about everything else, but like at least you could do it with other people. And listen to me talk about time. Already in progress. I can't promise that you like me. You could go downhill I can't promise that you love me But you probably will I can't promise you forever Well, it's come to this After all the hemming and hawing, bitching and moaning, laughing and crying, loving and hating, watching and waiting, seeing and believing, doubting, changing, surprising, and being pretty fucking predictable, eating and sleeping, sexing, drinking, oh, the drinking. 
Smoking, hugging, forgetting, and losing, remembering, understanding, impressing, depressing, learning, and forgetting, and then getting up to pee, sitting in your favorite chair or the empty seat on the train, and listening to your iPhone go off and just not answering it. Seriously, why do you do that? People can hear you. Everyone can hear you. Can you not hear that? Also, what's with your ringtone? Why do we even have ringtones? Just set the goddamn thing to vibrate, put it in your back pocket, and ride the train like James Bond. It's cooler, and people can get on with their goddamn morning. Seriously, answer the goddamn phone. <laughs> and then getting off the train and walking in so many different kinds of weather to get where you're going that face lotion should be considered a basic human need right up there with water. It's time. One more ride around the sun has come to a close and there is nothing we can do to stop it. After all, the clock ticks on because time is your Frankenstein's monster humanity and it doesn't give a shit about you. You're just along for the ride. But damn it, do we use it. We use it so much that we gotta make sure we're exact when we do. Like we're Walter White in a goddamn RV. You can't be over, it's bullshit, Jesse. Humans have been trying to get the most accurate, most pure, most fucking dope time clock for hundreds of years. Ever since time became a major factor in the human experience. Now in February of this year, 2016, German physicists created the most accurate clock to date, measuring the vibrational frequency of the oscillating ytterbium ion. Joe, all this time, the answer was right there. Ytterbium is an ion that can be used to molecularly strengthen stainless steel in a process called doping. So there, yeah, steel can be doped too, let it in the club, but that took a long time to get to. You see, back before in the before times, people used their stomachs to figure out when they should get up and start doing shit collectively, which makes sense, you know? Like, you've been on vacation, eating everything you see, and then, like, passing out around 9.30, and then, like, you got back home, you went back to work, and suddenly around 4 p.m. you're craving turkey and brown ale, and it's a fucking Tuesday, and then you pass out around 7.30 when the rest of the Marxist world is sitting down to dinner. <laughs> so you know how that goes. And after a while, people started using the sun and moon to dictate their getting shit done times, because they figure if they use daylight, nighttime, and the seasons to their advantage, they could maybe avoid having to hunt in the snow, stub their toe on a rock in the dark, or just like being eaten by a tiger, because they're hungry too. It's all very relatable, you get it. Anyway, bippity-boppity-boo calendars. Thing is... Everybody was chilling in different climates and parts of the world, and so all time was specific to their needs, so all calendars were different, and that, Virginia, is why some people don't give a shit about your goddamn May Day baskets. Their calendar is based on stars and sometimes the moon, like werewolves, and like werewolves, don't fuck with them. And after people started living together, because, like, you know, there's a party going on next door, and nobody's saying don't go to the party, they settled in different places where seasons don't happen as regularly, and the sun comes up at different times. And imagine what that would have been like, figuring that out for the first time. Big-ass ball of fire in the sky is suddenly late. You got to figure that had to make one nomad go, fuck it, why am I ever on time for anything? And, like, that's how the first punk was born. But anyway, so... 
So now time needed to be more collective because people were confused, kind of like when you fly to Australia and suddenly it's yesterday. But everyone could agree on that big ass ball of fire in the sky. So wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, sundials. Now, so popular were the, was Sundial that the Roman playwright Plautus wrote about how much he hated them. Quote, the gods confound the man who first found out how to distinguish ours. Confound him, too, who in this place set up a sundial to cut and hack my days so wretchedly into smaller portions. So when you bitch about your alarm clock going off in the morning, remember, people been doing that for thousands of years. You're not alone. So now we get to time management. And once the Christian influence took over Western Europe, we get canonical hours to keep track of prey time. And in China, you get klepstras, which are water clocks if you're nasty. And that kind of do the same thing. But still, time is only measured by people who were into it or like casually down with it like a hobbyist, you know, rich people. So. 17th and 18th century, work days begin and end by the sun, called true time, because the sun is cheap. You with me so far? But thems that is in charge started to figure out that if they went by the clock, old French word for bell, they could get more out of their workers because everyone's got to make money. Called that the Protestant work ethic and fee fi fo fucking fum Mondays were invented. <laughs> Eventually... Thanks to the Industrial Revolution, which is when work was considered one of the five basic food groups, standard time and time zones come around, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. But shit, people are out on boats now. So in order to bring the miracle of hump day to the sailors and seafaring workers of the world, chronometers, that's a boat clock, or sea swatch, if you remember the 80s, were invented. But how in the holy hell can you synchronize a bunch of boat clocks? They're on boats. You ever try to tie up a boat? It moves, son, and you're its bitch. <laughs> well, around 1829, an officer in the Royal Navy at the time, Robert Wauchop, came up with this plan for, quote, ascertaining the rates of chronometers by signal. And it went like this. We take a giant hollow metal sphere rigged up on a pole, hooked up to a gadget that lets it drop at the same time every day and that boats could see it. And in 1845, the, quote, time ball went into production and people everywhere started using it to set their own personal workaday clocks because, like, it's a giant ball. You can't miss it. Might as well get into it. Now, flash forward, which we can do because time's been invented. Here we go. To 1896, New York City, Adolf Ox buys a dying paper called the New York Times and decides he's going to make it the shit. He relocates the business to Longacre Square in Manhattan, renames the building Times Square, and then just to flex the biggest nuts he could, decides to throw a New Year's Eve party because he's rich and fuck you, let's party. Anyway, <laughs> 1904. Big-ass fireworks display, 200,000 people, big to-doings. Becomes a tradition because who doesn't love an annual to-doings? Now, in 1907, Ox hears about this wacky sailor's tradition of watching a giant ball drop for an hour to set your watch, get your bearings, or just time ball and chill. So he figures that'd be a swell thing for the people to watch for his it's New Year's Eve, but fuck it, I saved the New York Times, fuck you party. Now, incandescent lights were becoming a thing. 
And clearly this guy Ox likes shiny things. So he hires this Russian immigrant metal worker named Jacob Starr and the Artcraft Sign Company to build an iron and wood time ball covered in sweet flashy lights and then asks Starr himself to manually lower the ball at midnight, signifying the start of 1908. And then, coo-coo-ka-choo, Mrs. Robinson. The ultimate reminder that time is an out-of-control Frankenstein's monster that doesn't give a shit about you, New Year's Eve. And as the clock strikes midnight tonight, wherever you are on the earth, you'll measure your existence accordingly, because why wouldn't you? Time has you strapped to its back, whether you like it or not, and there's a ball drop and a bitchin' party. So, to all of you, as we swing around in space for one other round for the future, please remember, don't let your watch tell you how to live. Don't let your microwave clock tell you how to feel. Don't listen to your iPhone when it tells you it's time. You don't have to. The world moves on its own. Your nature has its own agenda. Your life, your existence, and all the shit that you do is only measured by minutes because you want it to be. You built it. It didn't just happen, and the rich made it rule. You don't have to rise and shine for anyone but your own stomachs. You don't have to work under anything other than the sun you're spinning around. So next year, don't let the clock be your master. Take up the reins and make that timepiece your bitch. You ride that ticking dick all night long until it breaks. And when that ball drops at the end of another trip around a big ball of fire in the sky, then you can look back and you can say, you did what you could. You did what you needed to and fuck it, let's party. Because what matters is what you do with your time, not when you do it. Don't wait. Now is the time to make things better and put your fucking phone on vibrate. See you in the future. Special thanks to the Barracudas for their kick-ass song, Promises. It takes me out on the back end here and has for six years. Thank you all, guys. Here we are six years later. Can you believe it? Ooh, I'm so tired. Thank you to Jebson's Malort and Hero Power, who've been my sponsors for the last four years. Without you guys, I wouldn't have the power on. Thank you so much for um, kicking me some bucks. You at home can kick me some bucks, too, because now all the shows are closed. I know I'd like to, like get beer eventually so hit me up at my paypal link down below knock me a couple of tips because i'm gonna do some research for you i feel like that and i rummage through the vault that's expensive i gotta keep that you know climate controlled and everything so if you find it in your heart to just kick me a little bit that's the link down below thank you to jacob serio for recording me at the the green mill when it we're not in lockdown uh, I miss you. hope you're doing okay. And thank you to you for listening. I hope I'm keeping you warm in this cold and weird time. We're going to get through it. We're going to come back after it. This is just how it is. got to weather the storm. we got to do it together. There. There's your inspiration. Now, speaking of inspiration, I'm going to take a nap because what else is there to do? Snoozing! I give up.